everyone. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. Uh, it's a podcast where we talk about weird stuff. My name's Carrie. I'm Emma. I'm Dean. And Dean's going to be the weird one today. Oh, okay. Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. All right. Just today. Oh, uh, so... <laughs> well, we kind of named the podcast after him, actually. Yeah, wow, this is just a pile on meanness. <laughs> right. Well, today we're going to have something from the world of entertainment, or in this case, perhaps never entertainment because we're bringing i know this is that's a, trust me it'll make sense in okay. two seconds our, our it'll never make sense okay but it's uh, big flops and drops that is huge huge flops in movies but also after that we're going to talk about what i find pretty strange is is major budget major like studio and all our network tvs and movies that were never saw the light of day no one's ever seen them like they were made fully and no one fully ever made and got it. and completely dropped off the face of the earth okay. and no one's ever seen them. Some pretty high profile ones as well. I mean, it's bad when a movie flops, especially a high budget movie. It's you know it's a big deal. A lot of people talk about it, uh, but if you think about it, movie when you make a hundred million dollars or two hundred million dollars, if you started a business at hundred million dollars, it's a good sized business. Yeah. But what if you did your business for you know six months? And then went out of business, bankruptcy. So when movies flop, it's like a bankruptcy of a mid-sized business. Except they're not that size business. They're part of a much larger size business. They are, but they are, yes. So, but there have been movies that have been so bad that they have put that larger size business out yeah. of business. Oh, yes. And then, again, we're going to not only bring you kind of the strangeness of these biggest flops in the movie history, but also the weirdness of some major film and TV shows that were never made. Is that really weird? Does that live up to the name? Maybe. Maybe. But it's fun and it's fascinating. <laughs> it's fun. So let's go. Hmm. So and I've kind of categorized, I'm going to start with big, big, big movie flops. I've categorized them into several categories, as you'll see. We're going to start with just movies that just had massive budgets. So they may have actually grossed a decent amount of money, but their budgets were so overwhelming that they still lost yes. even more. Yeah. We're, as we go through... I probably won't lay out a ton of numbers because I, I culled these from various sources and the sources didn't always standardize yeah. them. After we finished talking about these specific big budget flops, I actually have a list of that actually did correct for inflation. So I have mm. a, a list of the worst, most... Okay. Biggest money losers ever corrected for inflation. Got it. But here's the thing: Do we trust that the numbers put out by the studios are we do actual not. real There's numbers? Not, so most yeah. of that list I talked about at the end there that is considered best case or best guess. Yeah. Because yes, if one thing Hollywood is known for besides big flops is that Lying. completely fraudulent accounting <laughs> yeah. methods. It's yeah. called creative. Now it's fraudulent. Creative reporting. It's hundred percent fraudulent, <laughs> is, and it's it's done to it's, steal money from people who from talent who deserve that a piece of that change. Yes, yes, I know. It's vile. So, <laughs> pretty much like every other business in the world. But. but even more, just ridiculous. Their accounting is is laughable. No one no one thinks it's honest accounting yet they still do it. Yeah. So, but it is interesting because. So. Big budget movies is what we're going to start with. Huge budgets. One of the most famous, maybe the most famous, because it was it was very high profile. It was Disney. It was 2012's John, John Carter? Carter. I know this Man guy. from Mars or something, something, something from Mars. He was based on some old Edgar Rice Burroughs novels where because he was from Earth and he got sort of teleported to Mars, mm-hmm. but Earth with the higher level of gravity, in Martian civilization, he could jump. And he was super strong, and he was because of course he, had, he was he had lived in our denser gravity. Not that, you know, 
uh, but so he was kind of a superhero there. It supposedly costs at least $350 million and would gross uh, over $200 million, but still, something like $284 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. It probably costs even more than that, too. It was starred Taylor Kish, who was, it's not the last time he'll be on this list, by the way. <laughs> he's, uh, he is a, a box office repellent. I, yeah. I'm sure he's a super talented guy, but he's been a, a couple of the biggest box office It's a weird phenomenon ever. in a certain, yeah. like, 2010s. Was he from something else before? Th- he I was mean, from Friday Night Lights was his big success. Oh, wow. He's been in a bunch of stuff, and he does. Li- he's still working, but in yeah. much smaller roles. He does, like, TV shows. He's and- one of those persons, those actors, that Hollywood said, you're a big star, we're going to make you a big star. Yes. And America said, we no, don't thank you. want to. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Yeah, That's been done that before. List. Alicia Silverstone was famous. She signed that huge three-movie contract, and it's like, America said no. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Piper Parabo. Yeah. She yeah, was in everything, she, and then everyone's like, yeah, never mind. Yeah, it is amazing how that happens. Well, that happened to Taylor Kish and John Carter, and they paid for it. And this is one of those movies, by the way, also, I think was a little bit of bandwagon from critics. You see that a lot, where once the kind of glitterati critics, the kind of, you know, the, the really critics that everybody looks at say, no, this movie's not good, a lot of other critics just, critics just jump on yeah. and say the same thing. I saw John Carter. It's not a bad movie. Critics say it's a terrible movie. Once a few critics, once those really kind of... Critics that Big are considered name. kind of trailblazers yeah. say it's a bad movie. Everybody says it's a bad movie. It's for sure not a bad movie. It's a six. It's a meh. Right. It's not that bad, that, but they act like it was just trash. That's the thing about movie critics and, and people who are like, oh, I'm a cinephile, I'm a blah, blah, blah. They tend to critique a movie, every movie they go into on the same scale, which is so ridiculously counterintuitive. Yeah, it is. It is. You're John right. Carter was supposed to be a fun action yeah. romp. It's Disney. It's blah, blah. It's not supposed to be a 10 out of 10. It's not supposed yeah. to be Citizen yep. Kane. So yeah, it's a six. Just go on and have fun. There really is kind of a sliding scale. Every critic who goes out there, and people who, I, actors who I respect who say, oh my God, I love Fast and Furious. You're a fucking liar. It, those are terrible movies. They're dumb movies. They're written to be dumb movies. That's fine, but don't sit there and tell me it's a great movie and you love them. That's just it. There's a it's place baffling. for dumb movies. There's a place for movies that are, and I've, obviously, movie taste is so subjective and it's all about perspective. For sure. What is dumb to me is not dumb to you. What is great to me is not great That's to true. you. That's very That's true. true. But there's a place for that. But I do see the like, you know, yeah. people are gonna say they love everything yeah. or they hate everything. Yeah. But also, two hundred and something million dollars. I know, regardless of how much it costs. Yeah. If some other movie made that much money, it would be considered a success, right? That's my whole point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the point of this yeah. first category is budget. Okay. So it was, okay. these were considered major flops in large part due to spending way, way too right. much money on yeah. them. Right. It sounds like, how come I didn't see it? it sounds, John I Carter? I like the pre- 2012? premise, but... The premise is kind of weird. Why did you see it? I have no idea. Did you I, take I, your children to go see it? I don't You didn't see it in the theater. Maybe. You probably I, saw it at home. Maybe I did. Yeah, I probably did. I did see it though, and, I, and again, it you was not bad. One of the movies by yourself. No, Chicken for one, please, John Carter. <laughs> There's n- absolutely nothing wrong with going to the movies by yourself, but I, Dean just isn't one of those people. I'm sure I've never been to a movie by myself. Oh, I have. Oh well. Curious. Word. So next, <laughs> next up, traveling for work. Okay. Go to the movies. And this one had a major star attached to it, but it also was a major failure. It mostly, well, this is had a big budget. It also didn't gross a, a ton, but it was called 47 Ronin, 2013. <gasps> I know about, yeah. Keanu Reeves, 18th yes. century Japan. 
it had a budget that just started out like a, uh, it just kept growing and growing and growing. They had to do a bunch of reshoots. Mm-hmm. It finally came in with a supposed budget of $175 million, but most people say it was probably more like $225. Oh, Jesus. And they, and they spent at least $100 million to advertise it. People, people, wow. Here's a couple of things. So movies, they A, they spend a lot of money advertising them. A rule of thumb isn't at about a third of the budget or something like that. It depends. depends. And then they get, in, in terms of box office, they only get half because the theaters get about half. It's roughly 50-50. Foreign, you get a little less than 50% because the foreign distributor has to take their cut as well. So the money isn't as, you know, so these movies that make a billion dollars, they don't make a billion dollars. Right. But what they don't talk about, you, we hear flops talk about box office only. What they're not talking about is all the other ancillary mm-hmm. reasons that make money. It used to be DVDs. That went away. Hollywood was really scared. Now all of a sudden streaming is paying big, big, big bucks to show them. So Hollywood, but if, if that streaming kind of goes away, those ancillary monies will be a little bit less because the because remember it used to be you sold the TV for a lot of money, mm-hmm. then it was you sold it on beta uh, yeah. DVDs for a lot of money, and then they got worried because that, that went away. But then streaming made up the, the the deficit, and they're still they make a ton of money outside I've, of the box I've office. I've been consuming movie content pretty much my whole life, and I've watched a lot of <laughs> videos and read a lot of articles on movies and budgets and grossing and all that fun stuff, and I am old enough to remember a time before streaming services. And mm-hmm. I remember movies that were flops mm-hmm. in the theaters, but got a second life yeah. in their DVD sales. And now that doesn't happen. Especially, you know, that happened, I think, often when they were actually pretty good movies, yeah. but they flopped for whatever reason. Yeah. But they're actually diff- decent movies. A bigger, yeah. better movie came out the same weekend. Yeah. Or it yeah. wasn't, you know, there's some movies that you think, what? That wasn't, a, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't think The Notebook made that much money. But then it went on to... Oh, really? Yeah. There's, the little, yeah. there's movies like that that yeah. are cult classics. More uh, not teen or young male-centered movies yes. often don't do well in the box office because yes. that's a big part of the box office. Yes. That's who's going out there. Another one that was big budget that did that grossed pretty well but it cost too much was, and a little bit surprising here, 2001's Ali, which I believe oh. Will Smith... Did he win the Oscar for that? He was at least nominated for Best Actor yeah. for that. Yeah, he was nominated. He didn't win. Yeah, but it was a movie that was, I think, fairly highly regarded. Well, yeah, it's a biopic. It's Oscar fodder. So. Yeah, very much so. But it it actually cost way, way too much. And how it cost why? $107 million. Yeah, why? Uh, great question. <laughs> 2001, $107 yeah. million. I don't know what that is. We'll probably find out. We, we can find out if we want to. But there's no way that should have cost right. that I mean, kind of money. It's not a big, no. you know, it's, there's no CGI. Honestly, special effects, they probably gave or? Will Smith 20 or $30 million. Maybe okay, there was a lot of still straight a fraction up. of the... Still, so they gave him. Well, it's a lot of money, and and it it didn't make its money back. It lost money. Interesting. Have you heard of 2015's Pan? I have. Well, yes. I know, but it's kind (laughs) of well. well, It was yet another movie about Peter Pan. This one going kind of. We're sick of it. Yeah, honestly, we were done. Enough Peter Pan movies. Got the one with the blonde little cutie. We don't need uh, another. I'm still waiting for Peter and the Starcatchers to be made. <laughs> it was optioned. They said they were going to make it. I'm really upset. <laughs> <laughs> a movies There's aren't a made alert. until they're literally made. And even then, as we'll find out at the second half of this thing, is that they still don't see a lot of days sometimes. There was a movie that came out, I want to say at the very beginning of 2022, called The King's Daughter or something like that. It was starring Pierce Brosden and an actress you guys wouldn't know. And the movie was made, shot and filmed and fully made in 2014. Wow. And it sat 
in production hell for years and years and years, yeah. and they just quietly released Our, it in 2022 well, to say, okay. That would probably be distribution hell, more likely, right? True, you're right. So yes, production hell means hell. it's it's not getting made, it's not getting finished. Like, they've like option in screenplays. Yeah. A, don't yes, get wrong. you're correct. You get a screenplay option, oh my God. You've made it's an incredible accomplishment. Yeah, it's remarkable. The odds were so massively against you. You're nowhere near the finish line. Mm-hmm. You're still in. Yes, the first you're right. Lap. Distribution hell. It's just no. It just and it flopped miserably and it was t- terrible and yeah. made no money. And <laughs> Pan cost up to two hundred seventy-five million dollars wow. to make. It what? made over hundred million dollars. It just it just it cost way too much. A lot of special effects. Lots of special effects. You, yes, that that movie was made to bomb. It's never going to make yeah, that much I agree. money. There's some. I actually have kind of a category like that. Interesting. Direct the director Joe Wright. It said that he actually considered retirement after the movie. <laughs> <laughs> was so despondent. I can't do this like, again. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> My next category is similar, but it's also it's big budgets combined with a iffy genre. Okay. And the first one is okay. obvious, and these are westerns. And it's mm. a movie that, when it was made in 1980, or released in 1980, it became synonymous with a movie flop for a generation. That movie, Carrie, is... 1980 well, western. Be... 1980 a western? western? Western. 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 I'm only thinking of Ishtar. Ishtar is not a western. I know. <laughs> but that came synonymous. That, later on, with... it did too. This one was called Heaven's Gate. Oh, it was a Michael no. Cimino. Was Chris Christopherson was a star. It's actually Do a you very know how old I was in nineteen eighty. No, but I thought you heard of it. I mean, it, 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 ten years later, people would still say, "Oh God, Heaven's Gate." It's like it just was the. the was name. it before after the massacre at the cult? In- it was oh, way, way before. before that. Way yeah, before that. This is nineteen eighty. I don't know when Heaven's Gate was. Um, in- later. Okay, <laughs> I guess <laughs> we've, done a, we've done a podcast on that, but I don't yeah. remember. So the nineties, I think. Yeah, I think what? it was too. Christopher Walken, Chris Christopherson, Jeff Bridges, talented people. Michael yeah. Cimino, the great director. It was, um, and Michael Cimino, just a couple years, his movie before this was The Deer Hunter, which racked up Oh, that's up a Oscars. big one. So that's a big one. It was a big deal. It kind of ruined his reputation. It pretty much ruined, Westerns were already pretty much ruined, but it like doubly buried them. Really, yeah. it wasn't until the- really? um, the uh, Unforgotten, not the Unforgotten, the Clint Eastwood movie that were kind of semi-resurrect uh, Westerns years later. But it was just a debacle. Six days, because here's a quote, six days into filming, Chimino was five days behind schedule what? and had spent $900,000 <laughs> on a minute and a half of usable footage. It was, a, wow. it was a production disaster. I'm confused how that's possible. Because directors are, who especially fresh off of a big, a big hit thing. are treated like royalty. Right. You can do whatever you want. We love you. We want to, Michael, we want to be in the business of Michael Cimino. And so <laughs> they do this shit. It happens. Francis Ford Coppola did this on Apocalypse Now. Really? Uh, well, just, I do know all about Apocalypse Now, yes. Uh, it's it's shockingly, stars get that treatment too, you know? Yeah. The Bruce Willis was allowed to do a movie called Hudson Hawk that the studio knew full well they were going to lose millions of dollars. It was a dreadful movie, but it was his vanity project. Mm-hmm. It was like, we will do this movie, lose millions of dollars, so we can do Die Hard 2 and make hundreds of millions of dollars, hopefully. so It is a game, it happens. and you must apply. Yeah, it was a disaster. And here's a quote. The film's name became a byword for box office feather. Chimino's insistence on complete creative control and the resulting disaster contributed to other film studios insisting on more oversight for future projects. So he kind of made it mm. tougher to make a movie for everyone after Fuck this. Fuck him. Because the, you know. <laughs> Fuck Michael Chimino. Yeah. But it's. He's the reason. Was a disaster. DC did he make anything after? Stuff. What did he make after that? He did make some movies after that. 
He's <laughs> <laughs> like putting him on the spot from Michael Chimi to uh, CV. Deer Hunter 2. No, oh. he did not make Deer Hunter 2 Electric Boogaloo. No, he should have. He uh, This movie cost at the time, uh, and we'll, we'll, we can find out later again how much that is corrected for now, but it was about $44 million cost, which was in 1980, massive amount of money. It gained less than three and a half million worldwide. Whoa. So it was a, just a mega loser. Poor Christopher Walken. The, and the I'm other, surprised that it did so poorly with those actors. I mean, you it think was, it was, you know what it was? It was a little, it was complex and it told a, a movie of good, a uh, story of good versus evil, but the evil were, were like landowners and people like that. Mm-hmm. And the good were like poor farmers and stuff like that. So you, you think, but it was, it was complex. It was incredible cinematography, absolutely beautifully photographed, huh. but just too a little too complex and a little too maybe shade of gray for a lot of audiences. Is it a good movie? Have you seen it? Um, I've seen. I don't know if I've seen the whole thing. I don't think it's a great movie. It's, it's probably. I can't remember the writing time, but I think it's too long as well. Mm. Which yeah. I'm not with something like are that. Too long sometimes. I you know if the movie is entertaining, the too long doesn't bother me at all. I hate that True. where movies yeah. are forced to be ninety minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's annoying, but yeah. sometimes movies are too long, and the studio is not wrong about that. Yes, I've the Batman. Loved it, the new Which one. Which one? Oh, the new the one. The brand new. Loved it, could have lost 20 minutes of... I did see that. See, I like that. I like that. I liked it. It was a good movie, but <laughs> I was in the theater like, okay. I saw let's it. Let's wrap it up. You know, okay, I saw it yes. over probably four or five <laughs> I sat in the different. theater and watched it. Yeah, see, so that may have different. been different then. Yeah, it is very different. Uh, the next one is kind of the same idea. So Western, 2004, big, big, big budget. The Alamo, the remake of the Alamo from Alamo from 2004. Hold on one second. Maybe we should stop making westerns. JK, JK. That's not fair. <laughs> this was, okay, this one was made, by the way, by Ron Howard, Brian Grazer as oh. producers. It, he didn't, Brian, Ron Howard was going to direct, but he didn't. It took too long for him to make Brian it. Brian Howard was going to direct it? Ron, Ron Howard, his they brother. They made the Grinch. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> they made the Grinch. They've yeah, made they a did. million. They've made a ton of very Dennis Quaid, Billy Bob Thornton. This is, they were pretty oh. big actors. 2004, those were big names. Jason Patrick, Patrick Wilson, a young Patrick Wilson, I think, right? Probably, so it had yeah, some, not that young. <laughs> pretty young. Patrick Wilson in 2004? Yeah. yeah, yeah fresh yeah. off that Phantom of the Opera fame. Was he, really? Yeah, he was in Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> but this, uh, this, they tried to make it, and, and it's kind of unfortunate because they, they attempted to make a little bit more historically accurate version of it. For instance, they had Davy Crockett being executed shortly after and not killed in, in action, which is mm-hmm. almost certainly true. This really? contemporaneous Mexican soldiers said, yeah, the guy with the coonskin cap, yeah, he was one of seven or eight that were, were captured alive, and then we shot them all, uh-huh. which is a war crime now, but, but right. they still. And, and also, originally, there was a, there was a three-hour version of this that was going to tell both sides of the story. That kind of got scrapped to be the more you know rousing kind of political, patriotic kind of a version yeah, of it. Yeah, we don't want to know both sides. I don't, no, I don't know shit. what happened at the Alamo. I'm going to just say it. It's all right. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know. What? I've, here's the thing. They taught me in school, went in one ear and out the other. I just wow. have to be honest. Why don't we stop doing remakes? You know, that's another thing, movies. too, but yes. sadly, remakes and sequels are Make a, a safer bet for the most part. I'm yeah. well, never going to stop. Not in that instance. No, not in this all. And this may be another situation where, yeah, it's been there, done that. Yeah. But I don't know. The one before that was in the 60s, so I, although the, I think there had been some TV stuff done, They're too. remaking Nosferatu. Are they really? <laughs> yeah. Robert Eggers is making I'll it. see it. Next one is a cat- next category is just kind of epics, especially like historical epics. Mm-hmm. Historical epics are super hit and miss. And they're expensive. They're very expensive. And like, for instance, I, it's not on the list, but there's a Matt Damon one. 
um, what was it called? It's in like 13th century oh, Europe oh, oh, or something like that. The Last Duel or something The Last Duel, like that, that flopped. That bombed horribly. Yeah, it's not on my list, but let's, that's an example of yeah. that where, and even with big names, they very often are big flops. And they, like mm-hmm. you said, they almost always need pretty big budgets. Yes. I, think, I think Matt Damon's not such a big name anymore. Um, he's still a big name. He's still a pretty like. big name, but also that movie had a pretty... Um, like a few quite gratuitous, uncomfortable scenes, I was told. Did that it? Deterred, like the people that went and saw it told people, don't go see it. Really? Because like, of X, Y, and Z. Oh. Uh, yeah. X, Y, and Z. Is that a euphemism? I don't know what it stands for. bad for, stuff. But, oh, okay. <laughs> and also Matt Damon was in it. Wow. Mom does Carrie's not, not like not Matt Damon. Fan. She's not a fan. <laughs> wow. She I hope he never like hears this podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm being embarrassed. You don't like Matt Damon anymore not a, either. I, I liked Matt Damon. When he did the the crypto commercial, mm-hmm. I was disgusted and embarrassed for him because yeah. that's disgusting like and embarrassing. Um, well, it's, and and the whole the gist of it was like the future's for the brave <laughs> and the brave being defined as crypto people. Kind <laughs> of the opposite. Had, guys sitting in front of their computers like <laughs> I'm richer than you. <laughs> I'm doing this for freedom. <laughs> You're an idiot. So uh, this the first one on this list is King Arthur: Legend of the Sword from 2017, directed by. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie did an epic Arthurian legend movie. How the fuck did that happen? That had no business happening. That, I remember when that came out and it flopped. Everyone knew it was going to flop. Yeah. When the trailers also, came out, we went, no one wants a King Arthur movie right now. That's what I'm going to say. How many King Arthur movies exactly. do we, Unless it's a cartoon with a fox playing the guy. I don't sure. Wanna, oh, sure. You know what's The fox is playing oh. the guy. The guy being, I guess, King Arthur. Charlie. No, King Arthur was a lion, I believe. So who's playing? Who's the fox? Robin Hood. Yeah, fox playing. Okay, this is different. (laughs) Um, Charlie Hunnam is kind of in. Oh my god! Category of actors is Taylor King. Yes, he's put in big budget stuff. Stop! stop. He's a terrible actor. I have not seen him anything, so I cannot say he's a good actor or not. Pacific Rim. Yeah, I was going to say he's the guy in Pacific Rim. That was one of the worst major studio, you know, major budget acting performances I've ever seen in my entire life. But it wasn't because of him. uh, Well. He was acting terribly. Did was the director he? say, "You I know mean, what? Do a horrible job"? I never I don't saw know. the movie. He it was it was terrible. Terrible. No, he was really bad. I've seen worse actors. He's really really bad. He's a he's a bad actor. And the same thing. They keep on putting him in these big movies, and he keeps on and they keep on flopping for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the original lead for Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh-huh. He was. And I guess people said, "No, thank you. Don't do it. You'll be embarrassed." Yeah. Although, what's his name? Did it and survived. Who? Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan. Oh. Who's a good actor. I don't know. The um, King Arthur movie was, I would see it, it made, it, budget was something like $300 million they spent. Jesus. And again, it made, uh, this is another one that made some decent money, but nowhere near that. Yes. I have one more thing about King Arthur. Yeah. That. <laughs> he had a sword. He had a sword. That's all I know. Um, mm-hmm. Was in a stone? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, he That movie was supposed to spawn a like six movie franchise. Oh, really? Around oh, that shoot. whole lore. It was going to be this big thing. It was going to go years. and Because everyone wants a cinematic <sighs> universe now. Yeah. So it was going to be this big, you know, I don't know that time period. Is that medieval times or whatever? That type of. It was going to be this big thing in universe. It was going to be like six movies. And then that movie flopped miserably and all the other movies were taken off like the roster and yeah. production list. It, well, it killed a whole franchise. I have another list. Move. I have another category of franchises. So this could fit Got it. there as well. Got it. 
Around the World in 80 Days from 2004, another kind of big epic, big adventure. It wasn't that far in the past. It was in the 18, late, 1900, uh, late 1800s, I believe mm-hmm. it was set. But this was the one with Jackie Chan as the star. So they got Jackie Chan, who's a big, big, big star at this time. So they said, oh, we can go cheap on the star star, which is Phineas Fogg or Phileas Fogg or something like that. So they went with, I think, a good actor, Steve Coogan. He's yeah, very I funny, like Coogan, but no one, yeah. had, he was very little known. Yeah. He couldn't really, quote unquote, open a movie. And this is also a, a movie which just it did. There's not really any kind of a, much of a story, mm-hmm. and and it was I, apparently they wanted to make it like modern and funny, and they said they put like like a lot of anachronisms and just weird stuff. Yeah, and they have him like like stumble onto the Wright brothers, and they he and he fix he helps them fix their airplane and stuff like that. So oh, it was kind yeah. of schmaltzy, and so it lost a lot of money. Yeah, I never <laughs> saw that one. Another bit, the last in the list of big epics, period pieces, is Alexander, from also from 2004. And that was with, of course... Colin Farrell. As Alexander, playing him very blonde, even very though he's blonde. Greek. <laughs> so that's fine. Like, and isn't he brown hair? Yeah. Leave Colin Farrell f- is... Yeah, he's a brunette. Uh, you know, the, those pictures on the stone... They don't have color. Yeah. We can see his hair was a little bit curly. Why'd you assume it was it blonde? blonde. And you know who played his mom? Who? Angelina Jolie. That's right. And she I'm, did. She was what? A year older? No, I'm sorry. Three years younger? Probably. I mean, seriously. It was ridiculous. And his his dad was... Um, I don't know. His dad was King Philip the One-Eyed... Oh, God damn it. I can't think of who his dad was, but his dad was a big actor who was kind of on the downturn. Okay, let's cut this out. Oh, my God. Christopher mm-hmm. Plummer. No, I think... Oh. You know, <laughs> you know, I think I know who it was, but hold on one second. I don't think I even have any remembrance of this movie. Remembrance? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think memory, but. What uh, year did you say it was? 2004. Hold on. Oh. I was busy that year. Um, Oliver Stone, by the way, directed this movie. Yes. And his dad was played by Val Kilmer. That's oh. Right. Oh, jeez. I knew okay. it was somebody that you've heard of. So this lost a lot of money. Again, made a pretty decent amount of money, cost too much, lost yeah. a lot. Now we have franchises, movies that were going to be franchises, so we can include John Carter, really actually fits there too. That was going to be a franchise? And yes, oh yeah, because they made tons, uh, 10 books probably, he wrote a bunch of John Carter oh, books. Okay. John Carter and the Sirens of the Martian Ocean, or just bullshit <laughs> like that. It was, and uh, King uh, Arthur can be in that too. King Arthur could be in that be... too. I didn't know that about King Arthur. Mm-hmm. This one, though, starred another big name actor by the name of Matthew McConaughey, who did a movie called Sahara in 2005. That Never heard of it? Be yeah. a franchise? I, yes. I heard of Sahara. Well, yes. Clive Cussler, the author, who by the way went to my community college, he <laughs> um he was had a lot of different novels based on this character. So it's gonna be more following the character on different adventures. Like, so I guess you'd call that a franchise, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so that those didn't happen though, because this one was such a huge bust right off the bat. It was Steve Zahn, too, who I think is phenomenal. Very funny actor. And Penelope mm-hmm. Cruz was in this movie. Hugely expensive movie in 2005. That budget was 130 million dollars, and they spent another hundred. I'm sorry, another 81 million dollars advertising and distribution. So, and it grossed about 120, but means lost like over 90 million dollars. It was a, and the franchise obviously was killed. And you know, I'm guessing this was a franchise. I'm sure. Well, I I could be wrong about this one. Tell me if if you know. It was 2013's Disney flop. The Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp uh, as a Native uh, American. Good yeah. casting, Tonto. Disney. As Tonto. The white man. And yeah. Cannibal Army Hammer as Lone Ranger yep. himself. Yeah. 
Mm. So Cannibal Hammer, I think. Cannibal is what Hammer, yeah. He think, I think he legally changed it. I'm assuming that was going to be. I mean, right? Yeah, no, it what was. do you think? It was. I mean, Long Range is another one. That was a huge was. movie, and it was. I. It was very expensive. Yeah. And huge, nobody huge, huge. Cared. It was the year after John Carter, so this was a really dark time for Disney. They lost. They had two mega flops back to back years. So it they were in was their flop era. That was definitely <laughs> the flop era. I think they were okay. Disney's in their <laughs> Disney's in another flop era right now. They're not doing good. They need to find their footing with the with the younger generation, Gen Alpha. Superman struggling. doesn't do good. He does. He does well. well. I, I, I screwed that up. <laughs> another one that was going to be at least one more movie, minimum one more movie, because they only made half the novel in this first movie, was 2000's John Travolta Vanity Project called... After Earth? No, close. That was Will Smith's flop. Um, 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 um. Oh, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield yes. Earth. Based on cult founder L. Ron Hubbard's yeah. dreadful novel. Um, that was, I mean, L. Ron Hubbard, if people don't know, he's the founder of Scientology. He also was a really bad science fiction writer from the mm-hmm. 50s. He was, he, he founded Scientology because he just, he was not a very good writer. So he wasn't making that much selling. money anymore. Yeah. I think I'm so. going to start a cult. I think I know a better way to make some money. <laughs> so it couldn't get any money from the big studios because they're going, uh, Hmm, hard pass, John. That's a terrible idea. And so they went to private sources for money. And I've never heard of this. It was an independent production company called Franchise Pictures. And their specialty was to cobble together, I guess, investor money to make big stars pet projects. That's mm. literally what they what they kind of specialized in. I don't I didn't see any of their examples in this article I was reading, but this was like person made to order. No one wants to make this movie. John, we'll put together some money for you. We'll get some German money. Mm-hmm. We'll get some, I don't know where else. And we'll make your battlefield earth. I, I don't know how the church didn't didn't just fund this. John yeah. Travolta personally put in millions of dollars yeah. to make this Well, movie. it wasn't Tom Cruise, so they were going to fund somebody else. They they did get a German distribution company to fund a big chunk of it. I think this might have, this was 1999 when they're making it, 2000 it was released. I don't know for a fact, but this might have been the time when German production companies were getting a ton of subsidies from the government to make more mm. movies. And so there's a lot of German money suddenly awash in Hollywood at the time. Interesting. It went away eventually. And Travolta, you know, was only made the first half of the book because he's going to make another one because this is going to be a smash hit, everyone, oh. clearly. So, and, and he, by the way, didn't really give up the idea of making the second one for years and years and years. He's, he's just delusional about it. He may not still have given up on the idea. Yeah, of he's kind of crazy sauce. It's considered one of the worst films of all time. It won like eight Golden Raspberries, Razzies. Yes. In, in 2012, it was named the worst picture of the 2000s decade. <laughs> I no, I'm sorry, 2010. It was named the worst picture of the decade. And it, it held the honor of the most Razzie Awards for like 12 years, too. Yeah, it's so. a bad one. I've seen uh, who forced Forrest Whitaker to do that? Yeah. For him. I know. My guess is because, hey, maybe old John will put me in one of his movies down the road. I mean, that's, right. that's, that happens yeah. all the time. So I'm going to guess that was had something to do with it. Because if you're Forrest Whitaker, was in that movie, and he's a good actor. Yeah. Another uh, kind of category here I have are movies that don't really have any kind of a story. There's really no story embedded in the property, so someone had to make a, a quick, write a quick script about X. And, and there's a couple, I have a couple examples. One was Battleship from 2012. Yes. <laughs> that's a game. Yeah. People, that's a fucking board game. Yeah. <laughs> okay? So you Not a plot for a movie. S- somebody says, let's make this movie based on the 
board game, which by the way, is not even an intricate board game. No. It's, it's, it's literally just, just saying numbers and letters until you accidentally hit the ship. It's and then, luck and chance. Totally luck. It's just dumb. It's like, craps, the movie. <laughs> so it uh, was just a, and a stupid movie about a fleet of ships and I guess, I guess aliens, an armada mm-hmm. of alien ships attack Earth with a, quote, destructive goals. Why is it always <laughs> aliens? And they have to be thwarted from reaching their, quote, destructive goals. That's the movie. That's the whole movie. Wow. The, you know, shit happens. There's battle scenes and things like that cost a ton of money to make. Grossed. Uh, surprising, though, it did actually gross like $300 million. So it's, it's in the, this could have also been put, by the way, in my first category. Big budgets, bad, bad flaws. It just didn't make enough money because it made it cost hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But it... it um, did actually gross a shocking amount of money. Is this, I mean, that's, that's a terrible movie. A and better had, movie would have been gigantic children I like it. playing a game I'm with <gasps> all the people in the little plastic oh ship God. saying, oh my God, they're going to try to make him say F5 instead of E1. This is good, Carrie. Well, yeah, that, that would be great. So you f- need to pitch that to the studios. All right. <laughs> had our favorite actor in it. Who was it? Oh, Taylor Kish. Kish. That's there. I'm sorry, that's the one. Taylor, <laughs> that's another Taylor Kish. Rihanna was yes, in Rihanna it. Yes, Rihanna was in this. Oh, wow. When she tried to do movies for a little bit. Yeah, it was. A, it was, was a, it's probably wise to stop. Another movie that was going to, that kind of killed some franchises was. The Mummy, the Mummy remake with Tom Cruise oh, yeah, a few yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago. That's right. It was That's Universal right. was going to make the Dark Universe, yeah. and they had a whole slate of movies. Johnny Depp was going to play the Invisible Man. Dracula. Um, Dracula. I don't know who was cast to play Dracula. I don't think it was cast yet, but they're going to do. They Dra- were going to do Wolfman. Dracula. Wolfman. They were going to do all the classic um, Universal. Angelina Jolie was cast as Bride of Frankenstein. They were yes. going to do the whole thing, yes. and then Mummy came out, and Tom Cruise got attached to it, and he decided. I want to make a Tom Cruise movie. I don't want to make The Mummy. Mm-hmm. So The Mummy's going to be in like five minutes of the movie and it's going to be Tom Cruise running around doing action. So <sighs> it he ruined it. It literally, Tom Cruise single-handedly ruined the dark universe. That's yeah. another vanity. So again, mm-hmm. you're allowed yes. to, even what, even they know what you want is a bad idea. Some people get to do that yeah. that thing. Even. Tom Cruise gets a lot of say yeah. in the movies he makes and, or he's in. And, and he's, he's, he's not that good. He's not that talented. He's done some good movies. Yes. Carrie hates him. Uh, yeah. I think he's, I think he's a very good actor. <laughs> he I think is he's a good done actor. some good movies, even some underrated movies mm-hmm. like um, the one where he born on Fourth of July. No, the one in, that he was he was very good in that. But the one where he um, gets killed and comes back, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Great that's movie. That's a good. That's that, a really I, underrated little movie. I did like that movie in yeah. spite of Tom Cruise <laughs> yes. being in it. It would have been a much better movie with anybody else. Well, still, but with but Matt he Damon. but he's not a creative type person <laughs> at all. So no. the, to the degree. Almost, let's be honest, any actor probably shouldn't have a creative say-so, unless you're Seth Rogen or something like that, who you are creative. Well, there's a lot of actors, more yeah. actors than you would would imagine or think are also writers and producers and have some If you are that, if you're good game. at that. Right. Yes. But Just because you're an actor yeah. and you can act doesn't mean you can also write and also should have a say in the creative process. Sometimes you should get in front of the camera and do whatever. Yeah. That's the kind of actor I'm trying to be. Just tell, bitch. Just, just, I'll say the line. Well, and I'll go with it. You know who is a good actor that I like that Carrie doesn't like as much. I, I Carrie probably liked him. Is uh, George Clooney, He's but not. he has been in some bombs, and he was in a bomb in 2015 called Tomorrowland, and the property there oh, was yes. a portion of Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> it had some rides that were kind of space aged in the you know 
50s, mm-hmm. <laughs> 70s when they made these spa- uh, like Space the Mountain. Like automobiles? Autopia, yeah. Space Mountain. So this movie, and this, and, and apparently, I've never saw, seen it, but I apparently the it. premise was kind of like these alternate dimensions, and yeah. it's supposed to be actually somewhat clever, and it didn't get horrific reviews. It just didn't catch on. It had a it pin. Like a there shit was a pin that like if you touched it, like you... No, that's good. No, that's a good audio description of what something that happened. There was another actress, and her name was Britt Robertson or something. She was another actress that you, I mean, my generation at least, saw in a bunch of stuff, and then she just went away. It's oh. never been heard from again. Hmm. Brad Bird was a director, by the way. Great director. He did. I think Incredibles, yes. right? Um, so really, really, a lot of talent behind it, but it, it just didn't catch on. For the record, the... I like George Clooney. He's just fine. Okay, good. Just not and, as much as you like George And Clooney. I don't I don't have a bunch of... Um, <laughs> you know what I, I mean. I'm in, actually, wink, wink. It's a bromance. <laughs> I, I make no bones about it. I, a, I've been very, very upfront. One-sided bromance. Well, George Clooney and, and Ryan Reynolds were on my <laughs> island. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the... Other kind of kind of movies that I, I don't have a bunch of examples for you, but you can think of almost any of them, which is video game movies. Those have mostly been big flops. Gay and movies? Video game movies. Oh. <laughs> You said gay. I thought you meant like LGBT. No one wants to see the gay movies. I'm like, stop making the gay movies, Hollywood. This is ridiculous. What am I saying? I was going to say some gay I'm movies Laura Ingram are suddenly. <laughs> so the video game movies, for the most part, from, from day one, from the first ones made, have been big flops. Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat was a big flop. Um, uh, Halo. Didn't they make like a Halo movie? Probably. Call of, Call of Duty. Call of Duty? I'm kidding. No. So, um, <laughs> Call of Duty was going to be a movie yeah. and then they didn't and it turned into District 9. Really? Yeah. It was supposed to be that. like that property was originally supposed to be Call of Duty really? and it just kind of divulged into District 9. Well, that's District 9 was much better, I'm sure. <laughs> but the uh, almost almost all video game based movies have been. Fa- Laura Croft didn't do well with, with uh, Andrew and Delia. The first well? one it didn't do that well, no. Interesting. No, so they didn't make any more. Any sequels? True. Good point. It didn't do. I don't think it was considered a giant flop, but it didn't do that well. I her like Angelina Jolie was like her sex symbol, like status kind of came solidified after Laura Croft. So like my age group doesn't think of that movie as a flop, but yeah, I guess I. Here's what I think the reason is for these things that are not based on actual stories. Again, there is no story. Yeah. So now you have to rely on somebody who's commissioned. You get some screenwriter. You commission them. Say, hey, here's the property. There's no story. Mm-hmm. You make one up. It's a hit and miss whether that they're going to come up with a good story. Right. There's probably time pressures, making it less likely to come up with a good story. The studios think like, you know what? The big the the, the video game has done incredibly well. It's got a built-in fan base. Whatever you put out no. there, and hmm. it's, that's just not true. I thought it was just like the female Indiana Jones. I'm waiting for the Fortnite movie. Fortnite, right? <laughs> you know, Fortnite that could is? or could not be funny. I don't know anything about Fortnite, so is that ridiculous or um, is it? It Santa? is super, super ridiculous. Okay. If any of my friends were here, they would laugh. Tetris, the movie would be, <laughs> I think, is well Pac-Man. done. Pac-Man, two thousand forty-eight, the movie <laughs> Pong. So the next, my next category of big movie flops is just a weird idea. I just have a couple for you. Okay. The first one is Mars Needs Moms from two thousand eleven, starring Jack Nicholson and a lot of talented Why, people. Yeah. Walt Disney again. Her? Because she remembers Because I'm it. a mom. She's, and she is a mom, and Mars, need, Mars needs her. She's been to Mars like, with John Carter, as a matter of fact. Right, right, right. I forgot about that. This is 2011, and it was a big, big, big budget. Another thing, like, maybe not, maybe tone down the budget here, guys, because the idea is kind of weird. It's the, uh, Mars is kidnapping moms from Earth because they need moms. They've run out of moms for some reason. So what? They have a shortage of moms. It can happen. And... So, so a little bit weird for a kids' movie yeah. to have 
mom's being kidnapped. A little scary. A little That's spooky. That's my worst yeah. nightmare <laughs> as a kid. For your mom, it was her mom was a spy. Yeah. But she may have been yeah. a spy. For <laughs> other people, it's their mom's being kidnapped. And then it also apparently had some, I don't remember, it had some pretty creepy animation. Do you remember? No. It we, was, I never saw that. Oh, I've, I've, I know I've seen it. I don't know what I saw it on. Yeah, it was. It was. was I've never seen it, but it was a very weird animation style that almost triggered our um, uncanny valley. Yes, that's what people have said. Yeah, it was similar to the animation of the Polar Express movie, where it was like, "This is too realistic. The eyes are too real. Human, but not human. It's human. It's too human for an animation style." Hmm. And people didn't like it. It scored a whole $39 million at the box office in 2011. It cost well over $150 million. Probably with marketing, it probably cost them like $200 million. So a, a massive, massive, wow, massive flop. that's a huge flop. Yeah, it For was a bad one. For a kid's movie especially. Yeah, I know. The next one, the other one in this category is another weird one called Beloved, or Beloved. Oh. 1998, based on a book by Toni Morrison, a great, yeah. great, great author, starring Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. So part of it is like the Oprah effect. She... People, she's not as popular in a mass audience as, as Correct. I mean, she has, I, I, you wouldn't call her audience a niche audience, but at the end of the day, the people watching her show, they're not as many as you think. It's and not enough to make a major budget movie that, be successful. And that, this, that group of people might not be going to the movies a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's true. It's mm-hmm. a lot of moms. It's a lot of older women. But okay, but here's the thing. Oprah, just after the Civil War, it sounds like it's going to be some kind of a drama, right? Yeah. It's like a horror movie, essentially. It's a it's a psycho it's a supernatural movie. Oh, the oh. idea is that I didn't know that. I know a lot of people don't realize that. By the way, directed by Jonathan Demme too. So a lot oh. of Danny Glover, Thandie Newton, in the in the Danny novel, Glover. the a formerly enslaved person who is Oprah. It's just after the Civil War ended, and she's haunted by like a poltergeist, and she's visited by the reincarnation of her daughter. So it's just, it's a it's a supernatural movie. It, I, even though it's written by Toni Morrison, you don't think that. That sounds like something Jordan Peele would make. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I wonder if it, oh Toni Morrison, Oprah Winfrey, people are thinking this is not the movie. And it, I'm guessing on this one, it probably got really word of mouth. It's like I didn't. What the hell was this movie about? It's mm-hmm. not what I expected. So that is it lost a, a lot that of is money. a section of movies that either flop or get bad word of mouth because they were marketed incorrectly. Yeah, the yeah. trailer didn't portray what the movie was really about. You go in expecting one thing and you get something else, and you go. Ugh. Well, that's a bad movie. When in, maybe it is a great movie. How do you not? Th- that has to happen in Beloved in this movie. I, yes. You can't have Oprah Winfrey as an ex-slave just after the Civil War, and people expect horror elements. You just yes. that you wouldn't. That's bad no, casting people are the, expecting the by Tony Morrison or something. Like yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So especially if it is written by Tony. Morrison. So honestly, that movie should not have been made. Yeah, and that's what I. That was my impression. I, I, I think everybody yeah. probably thinks that until you know. Yeah. I could see some. I could see them making it now, and it could maybe do really well. But it'd be by okay. It'd be by Jordan Peele. 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 <laughs> I've heard it both ways. And <laughs> with someone not like Oprah Winfrey, who yeah. who was kind of pigeonholed into a certain type of character. Yeah. Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer would be phenomenal because she's done <laughs> horror and yeah. people love it. Oh, she'd be great. It. So people would go expecting that. Yes. And and maybe the trailer would actually portray it, and people yeah. would go in wanting that. That story and people would like it. Yep. Yep. I agree. My next category is, you know what? Bad movies. They're just really, <laughs> really bad movies. Now there's some others that all Battleship could have been on here. I get that. But it's like, here's the main reason. And one is one of the biggest flops ever, and you've probably never heard of it. It's from 1999. It's called The 13th Warrior bought with Antonio Banderas. He plays a Spaniard or a Turk 
I can't remember. But essentially, he's kidnapped by Vikings. People don't realize the Vikings weren't just doing shit in Europe. They came down the Volga River all the way to Turkey. In fact, there was a, um, one of the main army units of the Ottoman, uh, not the Ottoman Empire, the Byzantine Empire mm-hmm. was um, Vikings. Viking no warriors. Idea. So in this, and then he goes back to Scandinavia with them and, you know, hilarity ensues. And no, it's like a violent movie. He can't mm-hmm. lift their swords. He has his little thin Spanish rapier kind of a thing. Uh-huh. But it, <laughs> it um, lost just, I mean, no one knows for sure, at least a hundred million dollars. Wow. And, and in, in 1999, yeah. in 1999. So far, far, far more now. No one's heard of it. Nope. It flopped horrifically. It didn't make a lot. His worldwide gross is about sixty-two million, which again is not horrific, but the budget and distribution was probably one hundred sixty million or more. Hmm. So, a big, 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 big. Omar Sharif, and this is all another example of really, really bad director. Omar Sharif said, "It's terrifying to have to do the dialogue from bad scripts to face a director who does not know what he's doing in a film so bad that it's not even worth exploring." He was. Wait, Omar actor. Sharif was in that movie? Omar Sharif is an aging, a very old. He, yeah. Omar Sharif was in that movie in, in 1999. And he was just, uh, it was a horrific, maybe his worst experience in his life. And he was, you know, this is a guy who had done a shit ton of movies. And in case you're wondering who the director was in this, I will go ahead and name names. His name <laughs> is John McTiernan, who Never I believe did, uh, let me, I'm going to check Sounds that right. familiar. He's, you've heard of him. He was a, um, yeah. he did some, he did Die Hard. So oh, that's his big, oh, wow. which is again not a, a good movie, but uh, and, you know, but not, it's a very successful, movie. a hugely successful movie. But I've then never he, seen it. but then he all, he started doing a bunch of big budget flops like Rollerball, and eventually wow. he did some. He actually spent time in prison. <laughs> because, in prison, yeah, his his career is long over. He was um he did some bad things with money, so. It was so Omar Sharif was just devastated by Thirteenth Warrior. It also, by the way, could have been in that dying or you know that epic category as well. The next one was also um, was it's too bad it was so bad because it's uh, someone I like a lot. It was called Cutthroat Island from 1995 with Gina Davis Davis and Matthew Modine. Uh, And and it's a situation Girl, girl pirate, right? Yes. Exactly. She was a girl pirate, as Carrie said. <laughs> it, um, pretty much, Carol Cole Pictures basically went out of business, and they only were able to, to come back in 2015, 16 years later. Damn. It just was a, one of those classic examples of just a horrific production process, completely out of control, and, uh, you know, just rewrites and cr- people quitting and stuff like that. The first like, like cinematographer, I think, quit or something like that. Bro, uh, a cameraman broke his leg. Oh. Raw sewage spewed <laughs> from, into a water tank oh, where they Jesus. were filming. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Michael Douglas was going to be the Matthew Modine character, but he had to pull out because it was taking too long to happen. And then what happened after that, they approached apparently a, a bunch of stars, one after the other, and said, will you do it? And they all said no, until mm-hmm. finally Matthew Modine, says, Matt Modine said, I'm not that big. I'll do it. <laughs> and he did. And the but also one of those classic budget like from sixty five million to hundred million and it lost a lot of just money. ballooned. Yeah, another here's one. Okay, Eddie Murray, very funny guy. Who? Eddie Murray. Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murray? Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Not Eddie Murray, the baseball player. Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Eddie Murphy. The very funny comedian. I, I've heard it both ways. Also, <laughs> the very funny comedian. Yeah, very I love talented. Him. Done tons of great movies. Donkey. Uh, 
yeah. tons of dumb movies, but also tons of great movies. And he did a movie in 2002 called The Adventures of Pluto Nash, oh, yeah. which is considered one of the worst movies ever yes. made. Yeah. Eddie Murphy himself has said, I know two or three people who said they liked it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and like, I think they're lying. It's, My mom and <laughs> sister. They're saying it because they're of being your nice. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. It also was another movie only for two years, but it was wrapped up, ready to go, and, and ready to be released in 2000. They knew they had a terrible movie on their mm. hands, so they waited another couple of years to finally go, you know what? And so they spent like $7 million, uh, which is way below the normal ratio for a $100 million movie to spend, because they knew it was why they spent even $7 million is yeah. beyond me. It was for sure going to flop. There's no reason to spend another dime. Just right. release it, see what you get, get over it. sell the TV, TV, and this is 2002, and you know, and and I guess the, um, see what you get on DVDs. But it was a, a, a mega, mega, Wasn't mega Wasn't it flop. Rosario Dawson in that movie or something like that? I don't know. Someone else. Was in it. You had like a, there was a woman in it, and I think it was Rosario Dawson. Another horrific movie, which also, by the way, could also fit in the category of no story, mm-hmm. is Cats from 2019. This yeah. is a property that I know is a, one of the most successful plays, musicals in the history of plays. Ever. It's, it's, there is no story. It's nope. n- utter nonsense. It's dumb. No. My boyfriend did Cats, and he was like, when he found out they were making the movie, he was like, that's cool. I love like musical theater, but why? Yeah. It's, you're just dancing around. There's no plot. He told me the plot. Yeah, like, live, hearing it live and seeing the dancing live. There is a plot yes. about, you know, Jellicle Cats. And yeah. I understand what you know, like memory is about. Like there is a plot, but not enough to make a big, it's not like Les Mis where there is a through storyline and plot and multiple characters intertwining with one another. It's not like that where you can make a movie out of a Broadway musical. Yeah. There's no. It's no Mamma Mia. Is at best a thin pot plot. Is there really a plot? I guess there's a plot in Mamma yeah, Mia. Yeah, Severin could explain it. I can't explain the, it. There's no. There's not much of a plot. It's the play is kind of famous for being plotless. Yes, but you're seen live. It's a dance singing spectacle. and dancing in great costumes. Here you're not, and you don't even get to see cat buttholes because no. they CGI'd those out because they really <laughs> had cat buttholes, and so. <laughs> They had to do, and it's all filmed in motion capture CGI with a big Judy Dance, Idris Elba, Taylor Swift. Idris Elba was Ian McKellen. Are you really? Yes. Uh, Jason Derulo, who says his name at the end of all his songs, Jason is, 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 and he. It was rushed to deadline. I guess it's rushed. So they they should have done some more posts in it, but it wasn't. It had to be rushed to meet a, a deadline to be released by Universal, and it was just an Mom and absolute I were go disaster. See it and we didn't. It I, was I saw one review that says it is the worst movie you've, I've ever seen, <laughs> and then Jennifer Hudson gives the best performance of her life, and then it's the worst movie really? I've ever seen because uh, she plays Grizabella and she does memory, and it's Jennifer Hudson. So I probably would have liked it. No, no one liked it, Carrie. <laughs> but I probably would have. Jason Derulo. He was also angry too because they I, they CGI'd out his junk. He goes, "Wait, <laughs> I have no bulge." <laughs> his bulge was too big. I guess. I'm sure there are a few people who liked it. There's Carrie, people Carrie, that no one liked. If it. you want to go in and see something campy and ridiculous, yeah, probably go watch Cats. And it's I, sometimes I'm in the mood for campy and ridiculous. Supposed to be yeah. super creepy though and weird because they too, have as well. human hands. Yeah, it's, it's, they it's, don't it's, have paws. They had human hands. I'm biased because I think the idea is so dumb, and I'm not <laughs> a big I'm not a big musical theater fan yeah, for the most part. I, although I was big, a Book of Mormon is one of the best things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. I would absolutely watch the movie of that. I think this should be a movie. It should be shot in Africa on a huge budget. <laughs> but 
but cats ugh. there's some movies or there's some musicals that should just stay on the stage yeah, yeah. although they miss that you're right it does have a story but you know what i don't like about movies is that where likely miss where they sing all the lines yeah because mostly it's just it's just blah blah it's like you can make literally make that up the top of your head as you're filming as the, yeah. it's just as good a melody because it's not really a melody well, a you're singing of, a lot of musicals aren't that I way just, like dear evan hansen is a more contemporary musical that came out and it's not like that there's Okay, I'd see that. A ton of, and it, they made it into a movie. Really? They, yeah. I went Didn't and saw it. That. The controversy with that is they hired, um, they brought Ben Platt to star as, <laughs> Evan Hansen is a teenager. Yeah. He's a, like a 16 year old. 41. He's like 31. Is it the And J- he looks ridiculous. Who's the, who's the actor who was 39 but, and was balding by the time the end of the TV show? Uh, Dawson's Creek. Um, the star jo- Dawson's oh, Creek, Vanderbeek, Vanderbeek, James Van- Vanderbeek, James Van- whatever his name is. Yeah, he was sure. literally, literally, his hairline was the middle of his scalp <laughs> by the time that the teenage high school person was end of that show. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and and the movie it was hard to watch. Only it was a really good movie, but watching a clearly thirty one year old, yeah, yeah. creepy. He's, he's a nepotism actor as well. So yeah. and Platt is yes, his dad produced. Uh, the movie. Oh. There, you, there, you, <laughs> there go. you go. He's the Tory Spelling of bad movies. Who is the Tory Spelling of bad movies? Yeah. So <laughs> he is talented. Ben, ben Platt. Platt is, I, I, he's I very don't know. He him. originated the role on Broadway. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, you okay. know, seven well, you years prior. Okay. And so they were like, "Oh, well, of course, if we make the movie, we'll, we'll just bring Ben Platt back." No, he's too old. Yeah, he was too that's old. A dumb idea. And it, it was weird because he was surrounded by much younger actors. Really playing, you know, people still in their early 20s playing teenagers, but it looked so much more yeah. believable. How, how old was he? I think Ben Platt's like 31 or something wow. like that. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't pay a teenager when you're 31. No. The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle from 2000 was also another mega, mega, mega flop for something that was just supposedly, I never saw it, uh, just an atrocious movie. Yeah, I'm not funny. Nothing good about it. It's just like uh, same thing. It's also fit in the category of not really a story because you know the little car, those short cartoons. I don't know what didn't have a movie length story, so mm-hmm. they had to make up a new st- story for this. Whatever they did, it was like it was like everybody's washed up. Their sh- Rocky and Bullwinkle show had been canceled, oh. and <laughs> the which they had a show apparently, and the. Um, Boris and Natasha, I can't, we were still their enemies, but everybody was like, like years later, washed up. Let's catch up to where they are, and you know, adventures ensue. And it's supposed to be funny, and it's not funny. The next card I have is movies that you have probably never heard of because they were huge budget movies, very prominent, and they've been completely forgotten. The first one I don't even know these. Stealth from two thousand five. Never heard of it. Written by the guy who wrote um, The Fast and the Furious, as a matter of fact. Is it? Is and it? Rob Cohen. Is it starring Jason Statham? It is probably <laughs> no. Josh Lucas, Jessica Beale, Jamie Foxx. I mean, the hmm. huge names, absolutely sort of top gunnish kind of a thing, yeah. type of an idea, and just an absolute disaster. Of Never a, of heard of flop. it ever it in my life. Flopped miserably. Town and Country from 2001. Wait, from, fun fact? Yes. I saw Josh Lucas when we were in New York. Did you really? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who Josh Lucas is. I do. Okay. He's an actor. Okay. He's a good actor. Uh, Town and Country was a romantic comedy with Warren Beatty and Diane Keaton yeah. alongside Goldie Hawn and Gary Shanling as two you know middle-aged couples, whatever, but same thing. Rewrites, reshoots, expanding budget, blah, blah, blah. I mean, this it was a huge flop, a huge big movie, big names, mm-hmm. massive flop, everybody's forgotten it ever, ever existed. Didn't we see it? I don't think so. I think I've seen that movie. You may I have. haven't. I, 2018 brings us another movie you probably haven't heard of, Mortal Engines. I have heard of it. You haven't heard of that? Yes, I have. 
that was another one that's like, oh, really? That was a thing? And it lost hundreds of millions of dollars. It was about, I guess, cities could be or are like free floating. It was like. And they fight each other was, or something like that? It was. Okay, so <laughs> like, there was a period happening? of time between 2010 and 2018 is a little bit late. Yes. Uh, but that kind of section of time where everyone was trying to be the next Harry Potter yes. or Twilight or Hunger Games. They wanted yeah. that young adult, you know, I'm pretty sure that Mortal Engines is a book series. It is. So they wanted to have the next big young adult yeah. series. They wanted to be Twilight. They wanted to be Harry Potter. And so many tried and so many failed. And also, the uh, one of the articles I read said that that kind of movie was, or that kind of, the genre that was already on the way out. It totally was. It was gone. And this Wait. How come I've it. never heard of this series? Exactly. Rachel has, I'm sure. <laughs> Rachel has been positive of it. Because the movie flops so badly. Well, Mortal Engines. I, I, I'm sure they're good books. Heard of books. I don't books. know. I have no idea. But but yes, what you're saying is exactly right. Here's another one from, from the far off year of 2022. Okay. The 355. Ever heard of it? Yes. Wow. No. You're about the seven people who have heard of it. <laughs> well, she's a movie person. Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz. Well, that's why she's Diane Kruger, Lupita Nyong'o. These are Nyong'o. great, great, yeah. talented she's people. She's huge right now. So is Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Huge right now. Monumental flop. The, uh, the name of it, Agent 35, comes, it was the code name of a female spy uh, for the, the good side in the American Revolution. <laughs> and... It was an all-female spy group was the movie. And sadly, like Ghostbusters 2016, what it, the, the one, is that it's kind of fed into the stereotype of that, oh, you know, all-female movies, movies yeah. can't, our box office flops. Well, and I want to see that. That sounds good. I've, I've never seen it. It's Here's a, here's a little precy. When a top-secret weapon falls into mercenary hands, a wild-card CIA agent joins forces with three international agents on a lethal mission to retrieve it, while staying a step ahead of a mysterious woman who's tracking their every move. A- Badly written logline. B sounds like every fucking spy adventure movie ever done. I Wait, heard it was a bad sounds script. Lame. Is it American Revolution time? No, 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 no it's, it's modern now. times. The, oh. the, the name the three thirty five is from Agent three thirty five, who's a female spy. Oh, so because they're female spies, they call it. The it was a, I don't want to see it anymore. I thought oh, it was, she thought, set, oh, okay. I thought okay. it was set during the American if, Revolution. And if it had a ghost fucking a real woman, Carrie was all over it. <laughs> what are you talking as long about? This is set a long time ago, and ghost fuck Carrie will watch that movie. What are you talking about? You like ghosts. You like ghosts, and you like I, and you no, like ghosts I having don't. sex with real women. That's a fact. You're making that this up. I like time travel. <laughs> as long as there's some as long boning. as there's some ghosts. Okay. <laughs> ghost boning is what Carrie is interested in. He's making. If there was a movie up. called Ghost Boning, she would be the Can't, first in line. First in line. Yeah. Center if you're gonna road. make fun of me, be accurate. Because <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> my last character. My last. Uh, category is something where it's kind of an asterisk because these movies did poorly at least in part because of COVID. Okay. Mulan live action 2020 yes. yeah. was due to be released in mid-March 2020. Oopsie. Uh-oh. Bad yeah. time. Terrible huh. idea. Huh. So it had I a way. I still want to see that. They finally released it uh, in Disney Plus streaming and it, apparently it did very, very well there because they charged people 30 bucks to see it. Yeah, but it was Disney at that time. hasn't released yeah. the amount amount but the, the rumor is is that it actually was very popular it probably didn't make back its money no. but it was it was it did well on disney plus i'm it, sure it did well because people wanted to see it but i do remember people being quite i mean it wasn't what when we watch mulan we watch the music we watch shang being all hot and sexy and they didn't have that and they, <laughs> they didn't have even the, the character shang wasn't even in it there was no oh, singing really? 
It wasn't a musical. Shanghai and Sexy. Shanghai and Sexy could be the name of a new, new movie, yeah. obviously. And so as people long, were a little a ghost bit disappointed. Bony, Shanghai and Sexy me, <laughs> mash were, up with the Ghost Bunny and Carrie. <laughs> they were disappointed going into it. Uh, but it probably hmm. was a good movie okay. still, nonetheless. It just didn't have Shang. 2022's, <laughs> this is kind of not, not completely covered, but kind of. Uh, Turning Red. Oh, really? Pixar. Good. Uh, mm. Flop. Massive flop. And uh, it's, no, probably, no, hmm, it's a massive, it's a massive but, but flop. I'll bet you it'll yes. have a resurgence. In 20 years, it will have made its money back. Okay. <laughs> um, it was... It was <laughs> By the way, you guys missed the hand gestures that were all over the place there. Some kind of a... Mom, that's not know, the metric of success. And that's not the metric of success for a movie. In 20 years, watch. <laughs> I understand that. Uh, uh, I'll show you. But you guys will eat your head. But you are right. It's a huge asterisk because of COVID. Yes, I mean, it, it yes. doesn't make a yes. bad movie. It doesn't make I will it well, inherently a flop. If this you, wasn't pure COVID, though. It would have done really well. If you have a child in your life, it's mm-hmm. not a flop. It was the number one movie yeah. Ever? Was it really? Oh. Among the children you know. The children that I yes. n- nanny for, constant viewing nonstop. Yeah. We still, to this day, listen to the music nonstop. Well, it made, because they didn't release it in the United States, it made $20 million against a $175 million budget, plus $50 million to market. So it's a flop. Yeah. It did go yes. to Disney Plus, though. And what it probably did was help bring subscribers into Disney Plus. Yes, it did. But still, it was yeah. a, a mega flop. I will say it was very popular with kids, and it... It didn't make the money yeah. back, but culturally, it was very popular. Yes. Yeah. And moms. I have moms. no kids that are going have to see it. Have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> you have seen it? Yes. Oh, really? It's a okay. really good movie. I loved it. The other movie like that that's still going on, or I guess it's done now, but uh, it's Black Adam with The Rock oh. is, being, is considered a flop. and. Yeah. It, um, I don't think that's very COVID related though. No, it's I mean, not if you COVID try to, related so at I, all. I, I, apparently, some people have have kind of said that, but that's kind why. Of, I don't know because Spider Man No Way to Home made a bajillion dollars. Yeah. Avatar's making a bajillion dollars. Did, and did Black Adam go? But Black Adam also went to streaming. But it was done pretty much with his box office run before then. So yeah, it's it just, was. and it's, it's another one. Really, that should be in the category of cost a shit ton, made a lot, cost too much. Yes. And because it's it's considered well, the a thing flop. is, is Black Adam was never gonna be. I don't think it ever was gonna be as big as probably The Rock wanted yeah. it to be because it's Black Adam. Black Adam, you know, not to go into the lore of this character, but it, he's a he's a villain to a hero. He's there's not gonna there wasn't supposed yes, to be I a agree. franchise just around the character, but yeah. it's The Rock. So but he it's the wants Rock. his own movie. Exactly. That's yes. exactly it. That's yes. a very. It's another. Exa- a good example of someone getting his way who shouldn't have got his way, who is not a creative person in, in right. any way, shape, or form. And it shouldn't be. You're right. Black Adam should be a supporting character, not the primary character. He should have been in the certainly. Shazam movies. Yeah. Yeah. But- that's true. And they brought in Hawkman, who is an overt superhero, a good person, mm-hmm. and made him the antagonist, which if, if Black Adam is... You know the protagonist, then in a sense, the Hawkman becomes kind of the villain of the piece, mm-hmm. and he's not. So it just it doesn't make any sense. Hmm. And plus, I love Hawkman because he has wings, and I, you know I'm a big fan of wings. <laughs> so in terms of real actual, so now this is this is the list of if you take if the, what they what they try to do is is sort of update for inflation mm-hmm. cost and grosses, and the biggest all time adjusted for inflation loss is probably. Drum roll, your guess? I don't know. John Carter. Oh, okay. Anywhere between 100, but it's not for sure, because it's estimated to have lost about 133 to $236 million. Second on the list is The Lone Ranger, but oh. it overlaps, 186 to 221. So it may have lost more 
than John Money. Carter. Yeah. The, the third one, I told you you'd be surprised how big of a flop this was because you've never heard of it, was The 13th Warrior. It oh. lost 112 to $210 million. So given those ranges, wow. it actually could be the worst, least successful movie of all time. I have a and question. No one's heard of it, yes. Why wasn't Ishtar on your list? Ishtar is a big, big flop. It just, it just, um, it, it flopped pretty badly. It could have been on my list. Because There's it became lots of other famous for being a flop. It oh, also became so famous for being a flop. Yes, it did. It, I, there I'm are, shocked yeah. weren't on your list. And that was a movie, that was a movie <laughs> that got a lot of shit for going over budget. It did. A lot of the negative press about it was, oh, it's going over budget, it's going over budget. Yes, it did mm. go over budget. Right. So what? Everything I goes know. over budget. I, uh, Warren Beatty would go interviews and say, it's still going to cost you seven fifty to go see this movie like <laughs> exactly. every other movie yeah. back at the time, seven fifty. And That's it's the a, discount so, movies. So now. he's trying to say, why do you care? And, and people should yes, have cared. They yeah. should. But yeah. they did. And it lost money. It's a funny movie. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's not we a great it. movie, but it's a funny, entertaining movie. Yeah. It's annoying. A, a new flop that just flopped recently in the last couple of months is a Disney movie. They're in their flop era. Yeah. They're not doing Which well right is? now. Um, Strange World. Strange World is a mega flop. Yes. I had never heard of it either. And Pixar. it sounds like an interesting premise too. Pixar, Disney and Pixar is in a little bit of a transitional period, yeah. <laughs> right? in my opinion. I'm fully pulling this out of my ass. It's just my opinion. They seem to be in a transitional period where Turning Red was successful culturally with kids and Kanto was uber successful, made a lot of... And Contra actually did not do that well. It did because of COVID and it was released yes. on streaming services. Yes. And it did very well on streaming, but it didn't Correct. do well in the box office. Yeah. Yes. But it won Oscars and yeah. it was a cultural phenomenon. You could not escape a Contra similar to the way you couldn't escape Frozen when yeah. Frozen came out. Yeah. And they're kind of transitioning and the movies they've been making are just not resonating. Lightyear, yeah. Nobody gave you know, a fuck about. Everyone said it was kind of This bad. sounds interesting, though. It, it's kind of this journey to the center of the earth, fantastic mm-hmm. voyage kind of an element to it. It sounds like a movie I would actually like, but it did. It's done They barely marketed it. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of almost swept under the rug. Real quick, some other ones that Cutthroat Island is on the, is like in the top 10. Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas from 2003. Lost Iconic film. $184 million adjusted for inflation loss. Just insanely iconic movie. movie shouldn't have been for kids it's uh watched it recently who's in it super freaking horny i think brad pitt does brad pitt no i must look that up right now because it's not brad pitt but it's super horny should not have been a kid's movie super horny <laughs> <laughs> uh battleship is it was a, an all-time big loser mars needs moms exactly etc no, i was right brad pitt brad pitt yep wonder woman 1984 did very very poorly I'm sad to hear that. It was bad a bad movie. It's not a great movie. I didn't neither like one. I, I love Gal Gadot in those movies, but neither one has been anything. very well written. Uh, I don't the think Ma- I saw that one. The Matrix Res- Resurrections was a huge flop. Trying to resurrect the Matrix franchise. Nope. Lost $139 million. Never seen a single Matrix movie. Me either. Uh, the first one was very good. Everyone after <laughs> that has been shit. Uh, Heaven's Gate is, on, is up there, but not in the top you know, 10 anymore. Ben-Hur lost a ton of money. Really? Adjusting for inflation. Ben-Hur from 2016. Wow. <laughs> Did you know they made a remake? Oh, no. I thought you were talking about the original. I know. It's not. Um, 2016 <laughs> no. made, made a remake. They, uh, that wow. could have gone in the what now? They made a remake They made a remake of that yeah. and it lost a ton of money and no one remembers. A movie called um, Fantastic Four, which I'm sure you heard from 2015. Fan, another attempt to resurrect another the franchise. Movie. Lost yeah. a lot of money. Starring, I believe, the always unlikable Miles Teller. Uh, the BFG lost a lot of money. Mm. Uh, Hugo from 2011. What? Yeah. 
I did not know that it cost between corrected for inflation for now 150 to 170 million dollars. What were you thinking? Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Do not spend 150 million dollars or more on that movie. That's that's just stupid. Yeah. You're an idiot. It should have cost a f- literally a third that, and it would have made money. So I didn't know that that was that big of a a flop because I had no idea. R.I.P.D. with um. Mm. Oh, that was a funny movie. I thought it was Ryan, a funny movie with Ryan Reynolds and someone else. Jeff Bridges. I, Jeff Bridges. Great idea. Great movie. I pretty good. It. Did I liked terrible. It, too. it was silly. I, a movie called Ballistics X versus Sever is another one of 2002. Like, what now? What? No one's ever heard of it? No. It, it, but it was a big budget movie. Jilly from 2003 Jilly. with Jilly. Uh, Ben Jilly. Affleck, lost a ton of money, and I've, Jennifer um, Lopez. Lopez. The West Side Story from 2021 was yeah. a huge yeah. flop. Steven Spielberg's probably worst flop ever. Yeah. yeah. COVID and controversy are the reason for that and one. And it didn't need to be remade. No, it I heard it was really, really good. I heard good things about it, but just COVID and you mm-hmm. cast the wrong guy to play Tony, unfortunately. Right now, Black Adam has lost between $50 and $100 million. Whoa. Yeah. That may, again, this is a, these are box office, so... They could do better. Amsterdam from from 2022 with um, yeah, uh, it was a comedy set in in Europe and I believe Amsterdam. Amsterdam. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna guess. Here. Yes, Amsterdam. See, I thought that looked good. Uh, it, it did oh, look good, but it, was, it I got really you know bad who reviews. It was right? Directed by who? Asshole fucking what's his name? Oh yeah, David O. Russell. Da- David One of the Russell. worst oh, movies I didn't on the know planet. That. And, and you really kind of root for his movies to do badly, and, so they stopped making and movies. With shortly him. before it came out, it was kind of it didn't have a ton of marketing it was one of those movies that was clearly for the awards um and people were like hey by the way it's directed by a piece of shit don't go see it and people listened yeah Yeah, but the problem with that is a lot of people who aren't pieces of shit were in that movie i also are tied to it wasn't it also kind of a a bad movie they said it was a bad movie and it was being directed by him and the actors that were in it we're going to do just fine. Yeah, they're fine. Ishtar lost, corrected for inflation, $97 million. So not a top yeah. 20. Uh, Hudson Hawk lost $95 million. The Green Lantern lost $90 million in 2011. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, of course, would later shoot himself for making that movie. <laughs> and Blade Runner 2049 lost $88 million, corrected for inflation from 2017. A very good movie. I recommend I you see it. I haven't seen it, but I need to. Very good I movie. I love Ryan Gosling. A, 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 very, a very smart movie. It's very. It has a great tone. I strongly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Dr. Doolittle lost money in 1967 mm. and again it was remade <laughs> with um, Robert Downey Jr. Yes. It's never made money. Stop making the movie. Nobody no wants one can, it. Do, no one you likes know, it. I, I can, I can, I'm, I'll laugh at animals talking for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And there was a remake in between there with Eddie Murphy. Was there? <gasps> oh, that's your okay, right. That was a classic. Yeah. Good Don't ever talk Lord. about that one. But that one probably didn't lose money. Still, stop, stop doing it. Ghostbusters 2016 lost money. The Great Wall with Matt Damon with a mullet lost money. <laughs> Good. And uh, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Lost, uh, killed that franchise. Okay, that was big flops, movies. And as you can tell, we've gotten a little long with uh, what was going to be a single episode. It's going to be two episodes for obvious reasons. So that's the end here of Big Flops. Next week, we will upload Big Drops, which are pretty pretty big. Which you don't know what a big drop is, so yeah, hold on to your hats. They know. Oh, pretend you don't know. Yeah, but they know. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye.